Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. It is a pleasure to be with you on the Songwriter Connection Podcast. I want to thank you again for sharing the podcast and getting the word out there for me. We're uh, well over 15,000 downloads now, and that's all because of you, and I certainly appreciate that. Before we get started, I've got an amazing song, right? It seems to be everywhere these days, and I can't wait to introduce them to you. But first, I want to tell you about Discover Sooner. Discover Sooner and my great friend, Nancy Deckett. And, um, you know, I have been wanting to play the local here in Nashville for, like, years. <laughs> I've talked a lot about it on my radio show. It's a good place for songwriters to play and artists, including our guests who's wearing his local hat right now. And uh, last Thursday, I got a chance to do that. We taping this on uh, November the 1st uh, here to air on the day before Thanksgiving. So, but that Thursday uh, before Thanksgiving, I got to play uh, because of Discover Sooner. So that's one of the magic things that Discover Sooner can do for you. They took over a show on uh, Thursday nights. They're called uh, Girls Gone Local. Discover turned it, uh, they took it over. And I thought, wow, I'm going to play finally at the local. What does it say that it's Girls Gone Local? <laughs> so... And you had to wear a costume, and I went in my uh, Father Dave costume. And I was thinking, I almost wanted wore a nun because <laughs> girls gone local, you know. But we had a blast. So let me tell you about uh, Discover Sooner. It, they do just that gets you discovered sooner. If you're a songwriter, you're not sure what to do with all these great songs that you're writing. Not sure if they're the quality you need to be. Well, um, that's where uh, you've got a whole community of people behind you that can help you. DiscoverSooner.com is where you can find out more. There's a lot of songwriters you can. You get, you've got collaborators there. You've got publishers there. Uh, they have meetings online, big Zooms uh, every month. Uh, all things to get you connected with the publishers and other songwriters. So if you would, check it out. Discover Sooner. Get you discovered sooner. And once again, thanks, Nancy Deckett. She was uh, earlier on uh, season two. You can find uh, the interview with her because she's quite a songwriter, too. And a plugger and a publisher. Uh, listen to her story coming up. Well, we've got the story of one Greg Matthews. Greg, hello, welcome, thank you. Man, it's good to be back at your dining room table, buddy. <laughs> it's where, back where it all started, man. It sure did. <laughs> your very first co-write ever, right? Yeah, yeah technically so. Like, uh-huh. I think there were a couple of times that I had uh, accidentally, unintentionally <laughs> ended up crafting a couple of songs with years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, but this was the first time that even though I've been in Nashville my whole life, that I ever intentionally had an appointment set with two other writers to mm. get together and on purpose try to write a song. And uh, it's kind of turned out to be a pretty <laughs> pretty neat song and been able to co-write quite a few real good ones, I think, anyway, cool, man. Yeah, since and, then. And I know you're so busy. You play out so many places here, down a lot of different venues, and you're writing a lot, and you've got some good news to share. We're going to get to it all, but I really like to have a song right off the bat. Uh, so can you play us one? Can I play one right off the bat? How right many songs? Are you, how many songs are you reckon at we least, end up doing? I'd say at least 50 60? No, four, at least four. Oh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, man, why don't uh, why don't we start off and I'll just do the song that me and you and Zach... Zach Henry? Yeah. Me and you and Zachary Henry sat around this table, I guess it's been a little over two years ago now. Right. And uh, I'll never forget it as long as I live. I was as nervous as a, as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Thank God there ain't no rocking chairs in there. 
your little kitty over here might be quivering like I was that day. I didn't know what in the heck I was doing. And uh, I remember Zach coming up with this idea. I thought, well, I always thought about writing a song about ball tires. He said, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> We're like, what? And I said, what? Ball tires? Are you kidding? And uh, and it, it turned into really, I think, a powerful kind of song that I think speaks to my life because, man, I don't know if I ever had any tread on these dang things. <laughs> you know, I've just been running on slicks and skidding all over the place. For a long time, and uh, it's one of my very favorite songs. Everybody seems to like, and, <laughs> and I think I know it well enough. I've played it a million times that may I won't screw it up for my first <laughs> ever podcast debut here on the Nashville Songwriter Connection. Bald. Greg Matthews, our guest <laughs> with bald tires, maybe. Let's do her live on the dining room table. Here we are, man. <laughs> Found some change in my ashtray for just enough gas. Had a hot day to fame me for my homeroom class. I burned the last fire rubber down Sycamore Street. I made it damn near to hell in that Chevy's backseat. I've driven through life like my hair was on fire. Wish the road had been as smooth as my tread Had all that I needed but not all I desired But I'll get there one day on these four ball tires it was a hell of a day for that May pop to blow Play one more time and they're letting me go Like a one-man pit crew I slapped on that spare I clocked in right at the whistle on a wing and a prayer I've driven through life like my hair was on fire I wish the road had been as smooth as my tread had all that I needed, but not all I desired. But I'll get there one day on these four ball tires. Mm-hmm. Gonna get there one day on these four ball tires. When I die, don't you put me in a new Cadillac. Just take my old pickup, lay me out in the back. Lord, I'll sing hallelujah with the heavenly choir when I roll through those gates on these four ball tires. I've driven through life like my hair was on fire. I wish the road had been as smooth as my tread. Had all that I needed, but not all I desired. But I'll get there one day on these four ball tires. Had all that I needed, but not all I desired. I'm gonna get there one day on these four ball tires. Just some of the magic that happens around the dining room table here. 
songwriter connection. We've written songs, we've done the podcast, and we've got Greg Matthews as our guest today. Bald Tires, cool song. How about that, man? I love that song. It's, it ended up being the, our first cut. Yeah, right. Uh, with Ben Gerald. Ben uh, Gerald. With the Ben Gerald Band. Mm-hmm. I recorded that and put that on his uh, album that was just released this past July, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Still waiting on my autographed copy. Oh, me, and me too. Um, by the way. <laughs> but I hope to record it someday, and I know you probably feel the same way. I can just about guarantee you <laughs> that this will be on my forthcoming first album <laughs> and we're going to talk about that we are going to talk about that believe me because you've got good things going but before we get there sure i've got to ask you about that great sounding guitar i've got my t-shirt says just one more guitar i promise <laughs> right man and I... a guitar player always needs one more guitar but that's not only it's it sounds so great but it's got a special story doesn't it oh it absolutely does and you, you couldn't have a, a better way to segue into if you want to know where i came from it has to do a lot with this guitar or at least who owned it before I did. Uh, this is my daddy's guitar. Wow. Uh, and uh, this has been quite a year. Uh, a lot of people that know me, uh, including you, mm. know, you know I, y'all about lost this old guy this, mm. this past year. Tough year, man. Um, just a little over five months ago, I was just getting out of the hospital from being in ICU, plugged in the wall like a video game. Mm. And uh, hoses running in and out of me every which way. And uh, and uh the day after I got home, my dad passed away. Yeah, man. And uh, there was a lot mm. going on at one time. And thank God for uh, God and friends like you and my, my wife and my family that just, man, y'all just love me back to life one more time. Uh, but just a couple weeks ago, uh, I got my dad's guitar. It's a 1984 uh, Gibson J30. Mm. It was the first year that Gibson put out the J30, and uh, I don't know a ton about guitars, but I wanted to know for sure about this one. It was Gibson's 90th uh, anniversary year, and they put this out. My my dad got this as a gift for uh, his birthday, the year that they came out, and uh, and this is what he played for a long, long, long time, and and now it gets to be mine yeah. uh, again. What a special time in my life. To have, my, to have my dad's guitar, I grew up. My dad was a great guitar player and uh, had a, just a smidget of success as a songwriter at one point in time, and uh, was one of the funniest guys I've ever known. So I guess the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> I'm an idiot and about half crazy, and can <laughs> almost play as good as he could. Tell me about your dad. Did he teach you how to play that guitar? Absolutely. When mm-hmm. I was uh, about seven years old, I actually have pictures when I was literally in diapers holding my dad's guitar. And the very next picture in the photo album was me standing, crying <laughs> my eyes out, staring at the closet at the end of the hallway. And I asked my mom when I was little, I said, what was that picture? Why was I crying? My dad had put the guitar up and I couldn't, I just couldn't stand it. Oh. just couldn't stand it. Mm. And I've just been in love, in love with with guitars and music and playing. My dad played, uh, bought me my first guitar and started teaching me to play when I was seven. Wow. Uh, bought himself a banjo and taught himself to play banjo uh, at the same time. And so, man, we spent years just sitting around the kitchen table, yeah, you know, and 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 him playing banjo and me playing guitar, or both of us playing guitars, and that's just how I learned. Wow. And man, you put me around a table with a guitar and some friends and man that's 
<laughs> that's life. That's the good yeah. part. All the other oh, stuff yeah. we do is the work, man. <laughs> that's true. You know, <laughs> it's when you get to play it, especially with friends. Yeah. Absolutely. So. so your dad had some songwriting success. You said he uh, he wrote one song with a friend of his named Bill Crabtree. Everybody called him Big Apple. Big Apple. Big Apple. Uh, and I think there was a dirty story that had to go with how he got that nickname, but I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> I'm not going there. Uh, on the air. But uh, they co-wrote a song called A Friend's Friend. And a guy named, if I am not mistaken, Dwight Hill. Was Dwight his, Hill. Was his name. And this Google was, that. <laughs> I almost, and that's an amazing thing that a picture, I can picture the little 45 that my <laughs> dad had framed in his office. Wow. Uh, and it actually was getting quite a bit of airplay. It was a cute song. It had a kind of a little twist. It was about a guy that got set up with a, on a blind date with somebody. Mm. And it, the, it turned out to be his own wife. <laughs> That is a nice twist. You yeah. got, do you play yeah. that song? I wonder. I have not, but uh, you got to learn it. Just, I'm gonna just, have you to, just have to. It, it's, it's part of my inheritance package. I will get the 45. Now I got to find a record player somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And I know the record's still good. It's been behind glass my whole life. <laughs> I have one, man. I I dig vinyl, and you can bring it over anytime. We'll play. We'll I'd have like to, to make it. that happen. We'll have to make it happen. But it, it did get some airplay. Uh, Ralph Emery was host, wow. was the DJ at WSM. Yeah, yeah, man. Back in Years. The day. And it yeah. was getting radio play all the time, and was getting it was pretty exciting. Well, and whoever Dwight Hill was, I personally never even heard of the guy. <laughs> uh, he was starting to get a little bit of traction back then, and all of a sudden they just quit playing it. Wonder why? Just quit playing it. Well, huh. My dad was not one to just sit around and wonder why. He went down there. <laughs> yes, yes, he did, and he went right into the broadcast room and confronted Ralph Emery, <laughs> and want to know why why they quit playing it. And uh, he said, "Well, you know, we just we just lost it. You know, we we just couldn't find. It. There was a lot of music coming in and out of here." And my dad looked down. And he saw the forty five sitting over <laughs> on the edge of that desk. No. At which point, my dad, can you cuss a little bit on this podcast? Just a little bit. <laughs> well, this is a quote. This is a quote that's not bad. But my dad called Ralph Emery, and I quote, you lying, muffin-jawed son of a bitch. <laughs> muffin-jawed. Oh, God. Now, if you know. Well, that guaranteed it won't get played again, right? If you knew Ralph Emery, that was correct on many levels. <laughs> He did have some muffin jaws now. He, he did. He looked like Deputy Dog, man, Adam Groupin, boy. Yeah. Well, until he got all that those facelifts. And, uh, <laughs> that's terrible. But that was the end of my dad's uh, career as, as a songwriter in Nashville. He cuts out the Ralph And if Ralph Emery's still that's alive it. and listening, man, I apologize. Please don't end my career. Don't hold it against Greg. Okay, Ralph, please. Please right. don't there hold you. it against Greg. Greg, right. you've had some really cool things happening lately. Right. And you just got, just sometimes in the morning, you just like pinch yourself, make sure you're still not dreaming. Man, I pinch me all day long. I got bruises from head to toe, dude. And I bruise easy. I'm on blood thinners now. <laughs> it's terrible. These little purple bruises just everywhere. It's like, ah, yep, it's yeah, happening. I'm it's still happening. I'm still awake. Here you go. Yeah. 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 So let's uh, before we get another song, tell me about this great journey that you you commenced to, to be on. Sure, sure. Um, 
this specific <laughs> chapter, I guess, in the journey, which really at, at 57 and somebody that's played my whole life, I really kind of accidentally fell into the songwriting community just because I was wanted to find some other friends that I could hang out with and play music with and, and maybe get out and play in public every now and again. You know, I've always kind of been a John Denver sit with a guitar in your lap and play and sing, and that's good enough. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for that, and somehow that segued into me hosting a writer's night. At the uh, Red at, Line. At the I Red remember. Line Bar and Grill. Shout out to my good friend, the one they call Bobby S. <laughs> Mr. Robert Simmons, who, who gave me a shot at, at doing this thing. And man, I got to meet so many great people. And the only reason I mention that quickly is because it's still a who you know town, but not in the good old boy sense. It's all about relationships, mm-hmm. you know. And, it is. And everything that has happened to me here lately is a win for the team, man. It's a win for the old guys, <laughs> you know, that, you know, how'd you get there? I didn't, I kept singing and I didn't die. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I just kept showing up. <laughs> I just kept, just kept doing it. And, uh, and thankfully got to be around a bunch of other people that do the same thing. And what a great community, man. It so is. it's a win. It's place. a win for all of us. And this is the result of the people in Nashville, the songwriting community specifically. Mm-hmm. They just love each other and encourage each other. And it's iron sharpens iron. And we all just get better, it seems like. And it's been the ride of my life. It's, if it ended today, man, I'm going out a winner. I'm <laughs> This is all bonus round stuff, you know. I'd already won a long time ago in life. Wow. Uh, yeah, from what I call winning, anyway. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, I was asked by a good mutual friend of ours, Miss Sherry Carmody, to go out and record a, a vocal, a lead vocal on a Christmas song that she had had done. Great song. And was getting redone. A mm-hmm. beautiful song called "Save a Little Christmas for Me." a song that I had learned when I started accompanying her at some rounds and she asked me to play it out a couple of times. So I knew the song and loved the song and she was getting it re-recorded uh, and in hopes of getting it pitched and perhaps get a sync placement uh, in a movie. And as a result of that, I got to meet Mr. Kurt Ryle at, uh, at Big Matador re- uh, Recording out in Clarksville. And uh, Kurt Ryle, if nobody recognizes the name Kurt's been in music business forever he's top notch A-list studio sessions player plays everything uh, incredible songwriter had quite a few big big hits recorded uh, over the years by a lot of big artists and a fantastic producer and didn't he and uh, engineer didn't he uh, kind of run Mel Tillis's uh, he did he, uh, he did he was he was the studio he was the engineer and, and ran uh, Mel Tillis's studio so the guy has got some experience and he he's knows what little, he's doing got a little experience <laughs> yeah got stories oh my god oh yeah it's I'll just bet. a blast to sit in the studio and listen to him recount stories of, of that he's experienced. Well, so, we should probably get him on the podcast. You should. He's yeah. a great guy, yeah. great guy. But he he loved my voice and wanted to, extended me the offer to come back the following week and talk to him about maybe doing some vocal recording on other demos. And I thought, me at my age, you know, can't hardly breathe. Yeah, you know, I got literally seriously. I, I'm transparent now. I I have to. Oxygen hose around the nose if I'm up doing much, but boy, you put my butt in a chair with a guitar, and I'm still, 
You can do it, man. Somehow sing. I don't know how. But, uh, <laughs> old guys rule. Right? Old, guy, old guys rule. <laughs> Hashtag old guys rule. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the result of going back and talking to them, I kind of accidentally ended up recording a guitar vocal, a demo that me and Bill O'Hanlon needed done I love for that song. A, a song called Born Here All My Life. You're going to do that next, okay? Okay. All right. That's I love it. that song. You're the producer, man. You just you tell me what to do. I, I Bill mean, O'Hanlon, who was on season one of the podcast. Oh yeah, Bill's, great, great writer. Bill's one of my best, best buddies, and one of my favorite co-writers. Mm-hmm. I got you off track. So you recorded a, that with with uh, with recorded with a guitar vocal, and he said, "You know, I have an indie label, uh, Black Ribbon Records." what would you think about maybe finishing up production on this guitar vocal and releasing this as a single with you as an artist? Now, wow. I, I peed myself just a little. <laughs> it, I didn't, it wasn't a puddle or anything, but I did pee myself just a little and tried to remain somewhat calm. I put my oxygen bottle back on because I had a bit of a smothering spell right about then. And I said, you know, sure. Why the hell not? You know, Kurt. And, uh, and it just, things have just snowballed rapidly from there. Uh, mm. I ended up writing a great Christmas song with my friend Beverly Penley. We had a little input from the great Randy Brooks of uh, Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer Fame. Wow. Beverly had talked to him about this song a couple of years ago and uh, and gave him the idea. And she he spit back a line uh, adder that pertain to that particular hook, which we'll discuss, I suppose, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she brought it up in a co-write that me and her were going to do. Uh, Jim Martin showed up in the room, local. Yeah, Jim's <laughs> Nashville. Legend. Everybody knows him. And yeah, he just and he just kind of accidentally was there and uh, threw a little of his Jim Martin classic thumb picking Texas swinging kind of West Texas flavor on it and. Uh, Turned out to be a fantastic Christmas song. I played it for Kurt, and he said, uh, we got to cut that. We have mm. to cut that now. So we've got a label uh, Christmas CD that's going out with all of the artists on my label. This has got to be on it. He said, I just got an email today uh, from the uh, program director of one of the largest radio stations in Great Britain. Mm. Uh, they primarily promote and distribute indie artists over in the European market. It's kind of Black Ribbon's... Uh, Niche, niche, niche. <laughs> it's their groove, whatever you want to call it, uh, for right now. And uh, and so we got it knocked out. And uh, Well, you know what? I've got it right here. Why don't we play it? Because I want to beat that um, uh, this is it. This UK is a, version, radio. I, we'll we'll debut it right here. This is the premiere. This is a dandy <laughs> little Texas, Texas swing, almost naughty Christmas song. I hope it gets stuck in your damn head for New Year's. To be honest with you. <laughs> ah, me too. There you go. This is Greg Matthews, song written by him and Beverly Pendy. Pendley. Uh, uh, Pendley. Uh, on the she was a great songwriter. Love Pretty lady. Beverly. She's so yes. fun. Yes. Uh, on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Jingling all the way. Oh, here we go. Western swing style. That mistletoe ain't nothing but a tease So kiss me like you mean it Love me like I dreamed it Oh, you make my tinsel tingle Let's jingle all the way So put 
put on rockin' rap The Christmas tree ain't gonna be no silent night We'll get wrapped up in this ribbon Tangled up in Christmas lights There's a little gift in your stocking They can't wait for Christmas Day So let's romp a bump bump till morning Jingling all the way Such a clatter, the neighbors will all jump out of bed Just to see what the heck's the matter But they ain't heard nothing yet We got champagne for toasting These chestnuts are roasting I'll forget the figgy pudding, baby, you're my favorite treat You can be my Christmas carol And I'll be your heart the herald Season, baby, jingling all the way. So put on rocking around the Christmas tree. Ain't gonna be no silent night. We'll get wrapped up in this ribbon, tangled up in Christmas lights. There's a little gift in your stocking. You can't wait for Christmas Day. So let's rub a bump bump till morning, jingling all the way. Christmas morning, jingling, ring a chain, jingling, jingling all the way. Oh, I love that western swing. It's just fantastic. Isn't that fun, man? <laughs> the artist is Greg Matthews, songwriter, too, along with Beverly. Tell me, I've always pronounced her name wrong. It's Pedley. Pendley. 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 I've always loved her. Pendley. She are, Beverly, I have to apologize. You can also find her, I think, at Beverly Jane. She'll go by Beverly the, Jane. A lot of times she'll go by Beverly Jane. As yeah. Kind of a stage name and, and music persona there. I think maybe, maybe it's a split personality. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm teasing Beverly. I love Beverly. She is a... Yeah. She is a dear, dear lady. She really is. And, and produced by uh, Kurt Ryle. Produced um, by Kurt Ryle at, uh, at Big Matador Recording in Clarksville, Tennessee. And, and the label is? And the label is Black Ribbon Records. And it's out there now. It is fixed. Well, by the time this podcast mm-hmm. comes out, it will be. Right. This is November 1st. So Merry we're Cur- taping. It's November yep. 24th, day yep. of, yep. of uh, published. Yep, that's true. But yep. being November 1st, I do want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Now that we've got Halloween out of the way. <laughs> So you played this song, uh, what, last night? We played it out at the Commodore last night. Uh, Mr. Jerry Foster was front oh, and center, and he was smiling. I bet he loved all it. All the way through it. Absolutely. Yeah, so I figured Jerry Foster likes it. You know, it's bound to be You know, good. if you're not familiar with Jerry Foster, Google that. The guy wrote Chantilly Lace. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's amazing. And thousands of other great songs. Guy, you know, i got to get him on this podcast, too. Yeah. He's just a great guy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, it's... Uh, we're just waiting, I guess, for the metadata and the all that stuff. ISPC code or yeah. whatever that is. So as soon as all that gets encrypted and embedded in the recording, uh, it'll be released. All um, the legal stuff, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy Express, uh, Miss uh, Deanne Wood mm-hmm. uh, runs that. And she's actually just kind of joined forces with Kurt out there and is going to be uh, doing marketing for them. Great. Great. But for many, she's down in uh, Texas and for many, many, many years, she's 
built a huge uh, network of relationships with uh, radio DJs all over the world. And uh, so she's going to be handling uh, distribution and promotion of that. Uh, and she's also going to be putting it out, I think, releasing it through uh, CD Baby. So it should be available That's great. on all those streaming platforms, as they say, uh, for download. And I'm sure if you wanted to pay 99 cents or something, to, I, I don't know. iTunes. <laughs> yeah. It'll be on, yeah, it'll be on iTunes, Apple yeah. Music. CD Baby gets it everywhere. It's, so. I think it'll be everywhere where you can find good music. Yeah. I wish you all the best with so it. It's just a great song. Jingling all the way. It, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Fun little song that we're hoping will be a classic for years I to come. I hope go. so, too. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? It that would, would be, be the dream. It yeah. would be. Would yeah. be. Well, that's awesome. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You know, and we're talking about that song that you and Bill O'Hanlon wrote, which was uh, one of the first that you recorded with Kurt. And it's one of my favorite songs that you do, wow. uh, that both of you have written. And can I talk you out of that one right now? You most certainly could, and it's it's a real, real special song to me. Before we get there, I want to say you are you grew up at you are from Nashville. Yes, you yes. you are the one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, well, it's like it's like a, it's like one of the Highlanders. There can be only one. There could be one. There could be one. <laughs> and it's the Craig Matthews. Yeah. So, um, so this is a personal song for you. Yeah, it kind of is personal. It it really became apparent to me in the last couple of years that hardly nobody's from here anymore. <laughs> It's just as a matter of personal curiosity and humor. Every time I play out, I say, just so I kind of know, is there anybody else here from Nashville? And unless Trey Ackerman is sitting (laughs) on the stage next to me, who's also Also on our show, been on your show, one of my best, best buds, man, he's from here, as is his wife, and they go back generations from here. Uh, All my people came down here from Kentucky uh, within a generation of me, Uh, Mm -hmm. so... We were close. (laughs) But anyway, so this was a special song. And uh, Bill came to the right one particular day. And he said, I came up with some kind of just it sounds somewhat country thing that you'd say. And I said, what do you got? And he said, I was born here all my life. And it was it really just hit me. Uh, kind of right in the chest because I I'd never heard that phrase before. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. I'd heard people say, "Well, are you from here?" Yeah, all my life, you know. But but born here all my life somehow just had a powerful resonance to me because being born here didn't just happen once. It's kind of <laughs> it keeps happening, as a matter of fact. And yeah. and it reminded me of something that a dear friend of mine and a mentor uh, of mine, a guy named Bill Hall, told me one time because I was bad about changing jobs and locations and wives and <laughs> stuff like that uh he said son you need to just sit your butt down and stay in one place he said man you you got to grow where you're planted unless you're planted you ain't gonna grow mm-hmm. good advice and uh so there's a lot to be said for staying put and being grateful for where you're at you know mm-hmm. I, a lot of people move here to nashville chasing their dream and I just hunkered down, and eventually mine just started chasing me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, 
I'm doing my best to try to just stay ahead of the damn thing. I can't run fast at all. It's kind of like what our good friend Mark Allen Barnett always says, music chooses you. (laughs) It does. I ain't got a choice in the matter. I don't suppose it's... None of this is my fault, really. It's, I'll put it all on y'all. <laughs> so this is a song called Born Here All My Life. Greg Matthews on the Songwriter Connection podcast, live around the dining room table. It's just a small black dot on the Rand McNally map. White spot on a county road just off the beaten path Before we stop Babs Church in a Dairy Queen Yeah, this is my whole world You might miss it if you blink There's just one way into town but no way out Hell, that's okay I wasn't leaving anyhow There ain't no other place for me this middle of nowhere town My roots run deep I was planted in fertile ground Raised in this same old house Still plowing this field of dreams It's where I've learned and laughed and loved and where I'll die I was born here all my life Just past the ball field Where I play Little League I got my first job down at the co-op In the fall I turned 15 And on my second date with Katie at the county fair Stole my first kiss on that Ferris wheel Forty feet up in the air I tell you nights like that ain't easy to forget Fifteen years and three kids later, man, we haven't come down yet. There's no other place for me but this middle of nowhere town. My roots run deep, I was planted in fertile ground. Raised in the same old house, still plowing this field of dreams. It's where I've learned and laughed and loved and where I'll die. I was born here all my life All my life There's no other place for me But this middle of nowhere town My roots run deep I was planted in fertile ground Raised in this same old house Still plowing this field of dreams Picking on the front porch swing while the world goes flying by It's where I've learned and laughed and loved and where I'll die I was born here all my life Yes sir, all my life It was a small black dot on the Randy Nally map Greg Matthews, Thank you, live around the dining room table. It's filled with such imagery. I love the Katie and the first kiss on the Ferris wheel, and you haven't come down yet. No, sir. Oh, my now, God. Now, now, her name ain't Katie. Mm-hmm. Her name's Jamie. Jamie. Her name's Jamie. <laughs> so, not all the characters in the song are, 
Change the name just to protect some the of, innocent. Some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> Katie and Jamie, kind of, you know. Yeah, it was close. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I say the ones that I didn't write about her, I wrote because of her. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's... You know, I keep saying the same thing to my wife, Patty, but she doesn't buy it. <laughs> we know it's true. Yeah, I go, oh, they're all about you, sweetie. Yeah, right. You don't write songs about me. I always go, well, it's because Brickhouse has already been written. <laughs> that, well played, sir. Old guys rule. Old guys rule. Yes, sir. That's right, brother. <laughs> Smart man. You know what I love about watching you perform, and not just here, but when you're out in public and you're playing at you know, the Commodore, the local, or uh, we're, we're all the different places that you play around town, you have the biggest grin on your face. Like, you're having an amazing time. And it's so important because if you are, we are. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and it's it's not contrived. I can promise you that. Because <laughs> I'm like this all the time. It's, there is nobody in this world, I don't guess, that loves laughing any more than I do. Unless it's my wife. Because she's a complete nutcase. She's hilarious. The funniest <laughs> woman I know. And it's wonder we just both haven't killed each other. Just, <laughs> just laughing. You know, the great story. This is how much I enjoy. This is a great story. Hopefully, it'll be literally a Nashville legend, mm-hmm. local legend specifically. Shout out to Jeff Reed and the local mm-hmm. in great Nashville guy. on 28th Avenue, right over to 29th. It is one of those 28th, 20. I think it's 28th, isn't it? Well, I, it's right off of West End next to Centennial Park. Great place for local music and a great, great food. Yes. Great vibe. Uh, a lot of the songwriters in Nashville hang out You there. never know who'll be walking in there. Ashley McBride. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Lee Bryce uh, one night when I was in there. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. tons of people in and out of there. Uh, Terry Joe Box for quite a long time has been hosting the uh, Music Row Freak Show. Uh, big songwriters showcase their own. And you play Wednesday that quite nights. a bit, don't you? Here recently, I have, and that yeah. was kind of a big deal. If it you're is a, a songwriter in Nashville and you get invited by Terry Joe Box to play at the Freak Show, it's like huge deal. Kind of a well, you know, you're kind of a, at least arriving, you know, you're at least you know on, on the train station platform because that's where a lot of <laughs> other ones are at. You know, absolutely, they're getting on the train, and oh, so yeah. it's kind of cool. But I was, I played there three, maybe three weeks ago, something like that, mm-hmm. and. uh it was a Saturday. I played Friday night at the Freak Show and then came back and played at another show, uh, the Nashville to You Live uh, showcase that you were at. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> a fun night. Wow. Except for a while, anyway. <laughs> it was a fun night. It was a super fun night, which is good because that's a policy of mine. I mm-hmm. insist on this being fun. Mm hmm. Uh, when you've gone through everything I've gone through in life, there just isn't anything to not have fun with anymore. You know, mm-hmm. there's just no more big deals. No, like more. I said, it's all bonus round from here on in. So we had played; it was a good show. Got to play with some of my great friends on stage. Uh, it was a great show. It was a fun night and uh, other great music. And our part was done, and they had brought up this great. Texas swing kind of band, mm-hmm. which I obviously love, especially in Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> remember jingling all the way, available all the way. on all out there right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all platforms. Absolutely, absolutely. Please download, like, and share, subscribe. All Please that. do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I had a, I had met a, a, a young kid. 
I say young kid, he could be 50. You know, yeah. every young kid to me. But you are of, not all that old, no. dude. I know old guys rule, but you are not all that old. How old are you? Can we uh, say? I'm 57. See? There you go. Youngin'. Young and my ass. I, I'm going to say ass right here on the podcast twice. There you go. All right. He said, son of a bitch. And, and we, and, and oh my God, he's cussing on my show. Sorry. I'm sorry. That won't get us uh, explicit. You can edit. Right you can edit. It's not going to get any worse than that. <laughs> okay. Promise. Promise. Not going to get any worse from that. Back so, to the story. Less, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, I, yeah, back, I, to I, I, <laughs> back to the local. Back to the <laughs> right next door to the Hall of Justice. That's right. Yeah. Kyle Whitaker, who is an incredible singer-songwriter. He really is. And yeah. just one of the nicest guys. I had just met Kyle and his lovely wife that night there at the local. And uh, and he just was one of those guys that instantly, the minute you meet him, you just, you just love it. You do. He's yeah. just such an off, just a great guy he really is smile as big as all of texas man mm-hmm. he's six foot seven foot twelve <laughs> yeah, without without the cowboy boots and the hat all yeah. right and yeah. beard good looking i definitely look up to him just a great guy what a beautiful voice great player yeah he- anyway later on in the night i was standing at the end of the bar right where you and patty had just left from and I was talking with Billy Lee, our friend Billy Lee, and uh, Trent Montgomery standing at the end of the bar. And this band was playing this great George Strait, Texas two-step, awesome. swinging kind of song. And I look over and there's Kyle's big, tall, handsome cowboy-looking butt standing over there just, <laughs> man, just dancing with himself. <laughs> Holding the Bud Light up in the air. And I thought, I looked at Trent and I said, I'll be right back. And I walked I walked over to Kyle. We were standing right next to where the sound booth is and the board for the PA and everything there at the local, right by where the doors open up out to the patio. And I walked up to Kyle and just as straight face as I could, I looked him up and down and I said, say, cowboy, you want to dance? <laughs> and he decked you. Truth, no. No. <laughs> no. <clears throat> he exploded in laughter and... Somehow choked out, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> At which time I began laughing like a lunatic. Okay. So we are both howling, laughing, not drunk, mind you, at all. I was really on my best behavior this night. I was really wanting to meet people and be professional. I'm trying to network here. Right. I'm an artist, for God's sakes. Yes, you are. It's, you can get canceled from that crap. I'm you can. Feeling like ask I'm really Morgan Wallen. <laughs> I figure I might be risking it just saying ass on a podcast three times now. All right. Who's counting? I literally, Dave, I literally laughed myself unconscious. Oh, my God. If you've ever laughed so hard, you start getting a little dizzy and lightheaded. You go, I got I to I yeah. stop, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop If you don't stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, you pass out. And I, I lost it. I oh. fainted from laughing that hard and not getting air in and fell like a tree on my face. Face plant. 
mm-hmm. right there on that concrete floor, which they are now lovingly referring to as the G spot in my honor. For the <laughs> big Greg stands for Greg. Here's where Greg's face was here. I think that's where they're going to paint something like that. <laughs> Little circle where the yeah, nose was. Yeah, yeah. Jeff has said it. Next time I'm in, he wants me to lay down, you know, and he's just going to outline me like a crime scene, you know. That would be fun. On this date. <laughs> well, that was the second time you scared us uh, this year, my friend. Yeah. But it all turned out okay, right? Man, I guess I'm hard to kill, son. <laughs> so I'm hard to kill. Some stitches in the lip? No way. Well, yeah, I've, I've still got a fractured bone. Uh, it, it, it drove my eye tooth up into my face, into my facial bone. And now you can't see what you're singing, right? I'm sorry. It's a joke. Barely. Yeah. Oh my God! And uh, knocked out, knocked out two teeth. So no. until I'm, I'm gonna start a, a GoFundMe page, which I'd love to launch from this if I can. Sure, let's do uh, it. I'm gonna take up a dental fund. That's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I had two teeth knocked out just in time for Halloween, so I kind of have a little. If you catch me from the left side, it's like wow, he's a living jack o' lantern. It looks really cute. Uh, oh my goodness! So it's about Unreal. time to get me some new chompers, I think. Yeah. So it's just a lot of great stuff happening, but in the midst of what's been a really a, a terrible year, mm-hmm. it's been the best year of my life, man. And, That's good. And, and me and my wife and enjoying the, just the best time together. I, the relationships with all my friends, getting to do stuff like this. Man, I'm mm-hmm. like a kid at Christmas time. Every oh, day is just like, are you kidding me? Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's just a blessing, man. Every bit of it's just a blessing. Well, I call it a happy accident. <laughs> quoting our our the old beloved Bob Ross, the the happy painter. The, yeah, happy accidents. No mistakes, just happy accidents, man. Love and the that's, guy. Yeah, and this is the kind of stuff that happens if you just kind of let go and enjoy the ride, kind of a deal. Well, I probably speak for all of your friends when I say we're the blessed ones, buddy. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being on our show. Man, it's been a pleasure. It's been a blast. You think we're done? Is Just that... a be- well, you got to have another song. Oh, 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 at least one more. At least one more. At least, I would think. Man, I'm just along for the ride, and that's not a segue into the song that Trey Ackerman. And Which I, wrote. I love that song, by the and way. And I think he, did he do that one? He did that one on our podcast. Do you know what? And if you haven't had a chance to listen, just let me just plug that real quick. Uh, Trey was in season one and uh, great, great stories because he grew up on Hee Haw and the Grand Ole Opry. He he did. His dad was the drummer uh, on Hee Haw and he filled in as drummer a few times, plays all these instruments and he's got great stories. And you and he wrote an amazing song called Along for the Right. Now, is that one you play or, or no? I don't play it out much because he does, and Trey. Oh, and Trey is plays and sings that song so he does beautifully. And I just every time I do it, I just don't feel like I do yeah. the song justice. He's ruined. He's ruined it for me. And that's how I feel about bald tires. <laughs> I don't do bald tires much because you've ruined it for me. It's your song. <laughs> now I love playing it along with him because we can kind of tandem pick it together. Yeah, like and, yeah. And, and I've seen you guys do that. It's yeah. a it's a joy. I got to play with him downtown at the Whiskey Bent yesterday. Went That's down cool. just to hang out with him and watch him, and they drug me on stage and made me work. And it cost me $50 yesterday to go downtown and <laughs> have a great time. And, and 40 of that was parking, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Fun yeah. day. Yeah, fun day. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm not going to do... I'm not going to do uh, Along for the Ride for a last song. And this is... Uh, oh, you had asked it. Yes. You, this is an amazing story. Yeah. This is a really cool story, and I don't have any idea how we're doing on time. How are we doing on time? We're doing all right. Okay. 
like I said, you're running this. Thing. You got one song and one story left, and this is a great story. This is a cool story. Um, I Be- forgot. Beverly Pendley, again, uh, my buddy and co-writer on my nasty little naughty Christmas song that we wrote. <laughs> it's not nasty. It's tongue in cheek innuendo. It is. And available on all streaming platforms. <laughs> Let's plug it again. <laughs> Jingling all the way. There you go. Uh, you can stream, but I prefer download if you don't mind. Thank you. Right. <laughs> anyway, Beverly uh, has a brother, Luke, who is a retired Navy SEAL. And the minute I hear Navy SEAL, I just. Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. just it. I just think they're the most elite. They are. Almost, Guys that got they ass again, they're badass. They're just, they really they're just, they're just amazing. Right. I, I can't even wrap my head around all that they do and all that they're trained to do. They're just the best of the best of the best, in my opinion. And her brother Luke served with a guy that everybody called Rudy. And Rudy ran away from, uh, ran away from home when he was 17 in 1945 and joined the Navy during World War II. And uh, and he was quoted as saying, you know, the minute I put on the uniform, I knew I was going to do it at least 20 years. He, mm-hmm. just, he just immediately, it was just him. It was where he belonged. And he trained in under, underwater demolition and uh, became an expert in that and was kind of there for the formation of the SEALs as part of our military forces. Wow. And uh, became, among, they call them frogmen, you know, because... <laughs> And uh, and he became what they called the bullfrog. Ah, he was the bullfrog, and uh, he was the uh, most senior enlisted man in the seals for many, 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 many years. Uh, he retired, uh, and uh, I think in nineteen no nineteen ninety eight ninety nine right around that was the very first season that Survivor came out. He was on there, Rudy, and mm-hmm. he was like one of America's favorite. Yeah. survivor people you know he didn't win that year and i think he only let go of the pole whatever it was i didn't yeah but they people loved him and you might everybody remember, right? loved him yeah. he's just one of the survivor. most beloved uh people that were ever on survivor and he only let go because of honor he had given his word on something and it's all a bunch of backstabbing guesses. Mm. I, yeah and it was like ah, oh, this is i said that this is what it was and this is what it was and if that means i'm out then i'm out mm. uh, honorable dude Anyhow, he, uh, they're having a memorial service for him. Uh, he died two years ago in 2019 in November at 91. Wow. And uh, was just an incredible human being that, that put his life on the line and taught a bunch of other people how to do the same thing. Mm. And uh, that it's just, in a, it's just an amazing thing. And we were asked if we could write a song about him and to honor him and uh, Beverly's brother Luke is going to play and sing this this coming Saturday November 6th uh, at, at, at a memorial service at the Navy Seal Museum in uh, Fort Pierce Virginia and afterwards they're going to take uh, Master Chief Petty Officers Rudy uh, Rudy's ashes out to sea and, mm. and, 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 and lay them to rest and what a friggin' daunting task to have laid in your lap as a songwriter to try to... How do you write that? Yeah. But and, you did. And we didn't have much time because we found out about this about a week ago. And it's like, we got two weeks and I, we got to write it 
and get it charted and get it to Luke so that he can learn it and play it this coming week. So pray for Luke. Well, by, by the time you hear this, it'll be over. And I'm sure he'll do fine because he's a friggin' retired SEAL mm-hmm. and a badass. And uh, There's a so, fourth time. Yes. Five, to- five times ass and you're out, you know. All right, we're going to clean it up <laughs> best we can. This this will be the, very I, serious song. Yeah. This is the very first time that this that I've played this for anybody outside of Beverly, my co-writer. Her brother has a copy of it, and I've played it, I think, for my wife. And uh, so, but this is the first time it's not been performed anywhere. I don't know that it'll be performed anywhere until it gets performed for Rudy. Mm. And uh, it's called uh, "Just Doing My Job." Mm. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Honored, yeah. Greg Matthews. What's the greatest generation the world has ever seen? In 1945, I was 17 and green. The needs of the many were greater than the few. I left home, lied about my age, did what I had to do. I got good at dodging bullets, even better taking aim. Every time the freedom called, Stepped up to the plate Defended her in Korea She got lost in Vietnam Combat made us brothers But duty made us men Most folks called me brave Some thought me a fool Laying my life on the line For people just like you Hero came with a uniform I never could take off. I was born to be a Navy SEAL, just doing my job. I led team to end battle more times than I can count. Saw things you can't imagine. Places we couldn't talk about We took on every mission Regardless of the cost But with each soul that didn't make it home A part of me was lost Some folks called me brave Some thought me a fool Laying my life on the line For people just like you But the hero But the hero came with the uniform I never could take off I was born to be a Navy SEAL Just doing my job For the love of God and country For family and fellow man I've been a survivor and a warrior On sea, air and land but for me the fighting's over My final mission's one Take this old bullfrog out to sea Lay me to rest where I belong now, Some think I, some call me brave Some thought me a fool For laying my life on the line For people just like you Hero came with the uniform I never could take off. I was born to be a Navy SEAL. Yes, I was proud to be a 
a Navy SEAL was just doing my job. Song for the Bullfrog. For the Bullfrog. Rudy. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Rudy. Yes, Rudy. All you guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a great one. Greg Matthews, our guest, and uh, magic around the dining room table once again. As always. Yeah. Love you, Dave. Thank you, buddy. Same here, brother. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.